This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. It's free throws because they are free. Josh Fisher, Alexander Tossman, Rock Disciples, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider on 1090. Gentlemen, history was made last night for the first time in a long time. Someone has hit 60-plus bombs. Aaron Judge did that last week. It was a little cold. I think it was seven games, including the one in Toronto last night. Not including the one in Toronto last night. He was in his head. He was in his head. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's 61. Yeah. Especially with the pressure against the Red Sox at home. Did you guys see the guy who missed the catch? I mean, that... First of all, I'm I'm against bringing a, a glove to the game. But there's a there's a scenario. As if you're a grown man, of course. If you're a kid, whatever, have fun. Thing, yeah. But yeah, if I you're a grown man, you, if, want the, you want the psycho just barehanded? Well, no. I'm just saying that <laughs> is the one time where it's acceptable sure. to bring a glove to the game for a Pujols 700 home run or for a big milestone like Aaron Judge hitting 61. Yeah. But if you bring a glove to the game, you better catch the ball if you get a glove on it. You have to. You the guy was to. so upset with himself. He like sp- he like spiked the glove. Yeah. Later I mean, on, like whoa. seventh inning. Yeah. He's, well, he, of course. Well, because we were talking about it the other day on our on our TV show. Nick, you and I, we didn't get into it, but we were definitely at odds. Think about how pricey that. You guys got into it. Well, yeah, we did get seven hundred is worth more than sixty one. Yes. Pulses. Yes. What do you think we're most likely to see again? Well, and, I don't think we'll and, ever see seven hundred again. Judge can feasibly hit more. Like yes. he might not be done, and obviously, Pujols, right. like what he ends with is what he ends with. And if he doesn't end with seven hundred, okay, but that seven hundredth ball is still worth so much, right? Because like sixty is worth something. Obviously, that's like a, just a big milestone number. Sixty-one because it's the record. Sixty-two because you break the record, and then whatever he finishes with. Yeah, and then at that point, it becomes the new record. I feel like he's going to end up with like sixty-four. Now that he's got that one out of the way, he there's no pressure. There's a little bit of pressure, there's maybe pressure. just to still got to break it. Yeah, but he's tied it now. Well, I don't. That's another thing. I don't understand. I guess because Maris is a Yankee, 
maybe. Well, it's an American League record. An American League record. I think the the pressure was on to tie it, but in my opinion, the same amount of pressure, you still got to break it. Yeah. More, I would actually argue it might be more pressure yeah, more, to break the record. Like, to set the record, it might be more pressure than to tie the record. Like, you've tied it. Okay, great. But I also think it's defensible that, like, okay, the, the last week or whatever it was that he didn't hit a home run, prior to that, he was on such a scorcher right. that some of it's Come back not to reality. Just, like, pressure. Yeah, it's just, like, back regressing back yeah, to the yeah, mean, yeah. you know? And, like, baseball's a game of streaks, so, like, sometimes you get really hot, and obviously he's been, he's been <clears> nearly <throat> scorching the entire year. Yeah. To your question about what will we what will we see again potentially, yeah, I um, I, I, I'm with you. I think 60 plus home runs is more feasible, just because these days. I mean, okay, Pujols played 22 seasons, I believe. Mm-hmm. This is 22nd I'll season. Yeah, yeah. Took you 22 seasons to hit 700. Hank Aaron, I think, was 20 plus seasons. Babe Ruth, I mean, that was back in the day when he was, you know, hitting against electricians. Sure. Um, nice. Change up from the JJ Reddick plumber. The plumber. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and of course we had we had old Barry Bonds who, you know, convic- not convicted, but you know, yeah, was juice, accused juice. of juicing. Little yeah. juice. So the juice in the I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that that's not gonna be as feasible just because of the way injuries shake up, guys don't play as long. Also, like back in the day, like guys were hitting fifty home runs consistently, forty home runs consistently. Now it's like there's not that many guys that hit the 40 mark. Like yeah. you see a lot of consistent 30 home run guys, and that's mm-hmm. not going to cut it for 20 plus years. Any longevity record is always going to be much more difficult than a than a season long record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Trout would probably be considering the pace he hits home runs at. Like the thing is with Mike Trout, he's at you know with Trout for me it's like he's hit 38 this year so far, and he's been on a tear as well. But that's sneaky. It is because he's only played like 112 games. Right. Imagine if he played 140. But the issue is he was hurt last year. He's hurt again this year. And the 2020 season hurts a lot of players too. 100. percent I mean, it hurt Pujols. Pujols right. probably would have done it already. He probably would have. He would have done it, and he could have moved into third place, taking over for Babe Ruth. Oh yeah. yeah. I I have no. Where's he at RBI wise? I have no like. There's no science behind this take whatsoever. <laughs> Love it. But. For some reason, I just feel like Judge has more pop than Mike Trout. Bigger guy. He's huge, right? He's six I think eight. The biggest, like I, yeah, I think the most my favorite guy to watch at home runs is Stan. Still, yeah, they're just lasers. They're always lasers. I just feel like he, like he, Judge's swing to me feels more effortless than Stanton's does. I mean, when you're what is he six seven? Yeah, six seven, six eight. Like when you're six, when you're seven. when you're six seven. Yeah, and you got a long swing. Like, there's a lot of that bat that can that can catch the ball and, and still make it go a long way. Hundred percent. You know who I always felt had the longest swing? Alfonso Soria. Well, he had the longest. It's a nice he had one. The longest bat. Right. You knew I was going with yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Pujols is six RBIs away from tying Babe Ruth for second all time. Low key. It's a very low key. Wow. Right. That's another big mile. It's a huge milestone. That's a massive milestone. And Judge right now is leading triple crown. And he's got. What six games left? Yeah, he's. I, it's gonna be tight. I Five games left. Playoffs don't count. No, know, they don't. I and mean, he's like, he's slow. I think Pujols is kind of since he's hit the seven hundred. Slowed down. Yeah, he's deflated a little bit. I mean, dude, it's not even like he was like okay, like trugging along. That's kind of swag. He might end his career with seven hundred on the dot. That'd be so pimp. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like he's I cool with seven hundred one. Radio, but I just did anyway. You definitely so can. Definitely. 
he he's definitely cool with 701 or 702, but Mr. 700 kind of has a nice ring to it. Well, it's I mean, also Mr. like has nothing swaggy than that. He that got, was coolest. He got 700, and now it's like get our eyes on the prize. Right. Let's, let's make make what the playoffs. That's what, that's what I was telling. Okay. He Josh sings to the team of destiny How just because of that. What do you mean? Just because of that? Who is then? There is there no. Is there's one. never a team of destiny. There always is one. Padres. One. It's Padres. It's not y'all. <laughs> it's not. If Soto had come in and been really great, maybe and like taking you know. We're hot right now. If this was Snell is hot. Right if the now. Dodgers. The entire team is hot right now. If the Dodgers hadn't been good, the past. 10 years would they be the team of destiny because their record like yes right well yeah they just set a franchise record for wins i know who could be team of destiny first longest playoff drought like the mariners the mariners yeah Yeah. they're they're, they're kind of on a skid right now too they're not locked in no julio just went on the il but i don't think the orioles are going to catch them i think the o's are kind of done the o's are going into yankee stadium right what about the the cleveland guardians the ones that snuck in there why can't I, they be the team of destiny? The, gar- the thing with the Guardians is, is, like, they have the pitching. They maybe have the best closer in baseball. Came from San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they always? They always either come to or come from San Diego. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone goes if you look at the league, like, I'm sure, like, 30 or 40%, not 40, probably, like, 25 to 30% of, of players have come in through the Padres organization Rizzo. at some point. I just uh, He just came to my mind. Yeah, Rizzo. Um, Manuel is the best closer in baseball. Probably better than Edwin Diaz this year, although Diaz has gotten all the, the love and the hype being in New York. All they the trumpets. Bieber, they have McKenzie. They just have like a bunch of guys that can pitch and eat innings. And then they're a lineup. And they've got a top 10 position player in the league. Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Maybe like... On, they made and and uh, Jimenez is top three in war. Yeah. Yeah. He's like leading. He's second in the AL in war. Yeah, and Judge. On Judge, who's at like 10 right now. And Rosario has been good. Like, by the way, that was the Lindor deal. Rosario and Jimenez for Lindor. Yeah, it's a good one. Where do you where do you rank Judge's season right now compared to just single-season records by a hitter? Single-season records? Not records. Single seasons by a hitter. That That's I've what I mean. like, seen. I'm not including, like, the whole, like, Bond, Sosa. I mean, Sosa, Bonds. Like, is this the best one you've ever seen? That I've it's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah. That, this, is a, this is pretty remarkable. There was one year where like the contract year too. It's crazy. Year was crazy. This one, him and Lamar. You know, Uh, there was one year. This is a really random one, but just because he was a catcher when Joe Maurer hit like three sixty four. That was nuts. That was nuts. When anyone hits three sixty four, it's nuts. Which is like thinking about like right now where like three Freddie's leading with like a three twenty something. Like three sixty four. How many how many RBIs does Judge have? Like one twenty. Something's not leading the league though. You not lead the whole MLB. There. But you'll win the AL Triple Triple you'll Crown. You'll win the AL Triple Crown. Alonzo's leading the whole MVP, the whole right. league. Yeah, he set a he set a Mets record, and he's the only Mets player to he's the only Mets player to have two forty home run seasons, which is crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, a very very rich history in New York there with a, with home run hitters. Yeah, yeah, which is no one. No one went back to back, or no one had. T- it's not back to back, just two, two in general. No Piazza, no wow. Delgado, no Beltran, no Strawberry. No, no nothing. Okay. No nothing. Right. What a what if, David Wright? Do you guys have any guy? You do you guys have any guys like me? No, you don't. Because like what? what? I'm trying to think of like a guy like we have the Red Sox have one. Pedroia. Pedroia is like our David Wright. What if? Like if they never got hurt. <clears throat> if David Wright never gets hurt, he's a Hall of Fame player for sure. He's a guy that can hit three thousand hits. This is the kind of player we're talking about. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of like maybe a pitcher who like had TJ and had to sit out and then just came back and not great. No one really did. Your... Was Lincecum one of those guys who got hurt and just like didn't come back strong? He kind of fell off. He, like, well, yeah, off he, I, he felt he fell off, but yeah. did he get hurt? Yeah, he he, lo- he lost. It? He just lost velo on his on his fastball and just then was done. A small guy and was done. He had such a window where he was just. Like, he was so good. Epic. He was epic. The freak. That goes back to the Hall of Fame conversation we always have. Like, he went back to back Cy Youngs. Like, at what point can, like, if you at, at a certain, if you for a five year period are regarded, and maybe he's the bat, the guy I always go to is Johan Santana or Cliff Lee. Mm-hmm. Like, if you at one point in time or a top three pitcher or top three player in the league or even the best, like, there was a period of time where Johan Santana is the best pitcher in the league. Mm-hmm. For like a five year period or one of the top five. I feel like there was a 10 year period where you could argue that he was the best. Sure. Why is that not Hall of Fame worthy? How is that? Not, I don't under. Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah, it go back. It goes back to what we had talked about yesterday, on our other show about longevity versus versus like short stints. But then we were talking about the NFL guys getting into the Hall of Fame, right? With Chris Johnson having that 2,000 rushing yard season, and you know having that period where he was like the best running back compared to a guy like Frank Gore who has played in the league longer and has you know more rushing yards and more accolades just as a career standpoint. But yeah, I mean. Looking at that perspective, just because of the sh- like the length of of running backs' careers, yeah. like it's not very long. I feel like I got to side with the guys who have the who are like the best at a certain time. Pitchers too, though. I feel like I feel like longevity definitely is a a strong suit to have when making a case for the Hall of Fame. But if you're winning back to back Cy Youngs, you know, if you're like leading the league in strikeouts, if you saying. have the, if the best ERA for you know three, four, five years, I think it's got to be some consideration. Hundred percent. I mean, that's half a decade. Yeah, he's he was elite. Like, and you know, it's just like people get so like Mike Mussina is a Hall of Famer and Johan's not. Like, he was never better than Johan Santana. Is Johan's opportunity over? Done. Can't make it. He didn't make the. He, nope. So, oh wow. He didn't have because he didn't. He didn't even have two thousand strike. I mean, it's just the whole thing is ridiculous. They gotta redo the rules. They really do. I'm sure there's so many guys that got snubbed back in the eighties, nineties. It's just the whole thing's dumb. And I think from a going back to like the today's game standpoint, then just I'm so enthralled with the team of destiny. I think the Cardinals are a team of destiny. I also think they're like the worst team to play in the playoffs because they are always locked. They, there's they no, lock in. There's no measure of metric, but there's like they're always locked in. I will say the last time... Spoiler, spoiler. When they were in the playoffs against the Padres, we took care of business. So. Y'all beat... What, what was that? That Was that a two-game, three... Was it three games? Uh, it was a five-game. Five-game? And we came back. I, wait, it was a five-game? They were up to... Yeah, I think it was a five-game because they, they were up two games on us mm-hmm. and we came back and won. Yeah, and then y'all lost the Dodgers. We lost the Dodgers. We got swept by them. Yeah. Then the that was the COVID season. COVID season. That was the year. That was like a, you had a similar stance, which I applaud. I applaud your like, look. You know, you want it badly as a San Diego fan, and I appreciate you being confident. But that eerily reminded me of the time that we went to go watch the Chargers Patriots in the playoffs. You, wait, you're saying when I was confident about the Dodgers series? You thought you were going to win that. 
Um, Which I get, I appreciate. Like you have to go and being confident. Maybe not yeah, well, as confident as you were in that Chargers Patriots game. Listen, it was Rivers it was, it was a game. sixty game season, so like you didn't really get a true barometer of how good teams were. Sure, right? Like it's not even half. It's less than half the season in a regular what season. Did you say to that guy the other day when you saw him wearing the Dodgers <laughs> World Series, you weren't there. Uh, yeah, he he had a Dodgers World Series hat, twenty twenty. I said, oh, you got the the Mickey Mouse Dodgers hat. <laughs> the bubble. The bubble, yeah, the, the bubble baseball, and, and Josh is like, "Oh, because it was the 2020 World Series," and the guy's like, "Yeah, I heard him." Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, we were getting we were getting mic'd up on set, um, um, but yeah, I, I, I was confident in that series. But at the same time, of course, I wanted to win the World Series. But the Padres have never won a World Series, so I didn't necessarily want that to be the first World Series. I would have taken it, but that being the first World Series that the Padres ever won, that's, it'd be the same thing. You'd get an asterisk next to it. People would be like, ah, it's the Mickey Mouse World Series. You know, go and get a real yes, one. Yes, but it's almost like once you got to the playoffs, it didn't matter. It became, <clears throat> real. Sure. It became real again. Yeah, once you got to the playoffs, it became real again. I get it. But looking back at it, like I'd rather win a World Series right you, now. Like than you, can, you can sleep okay at night knowing yeah. that that wasn't the first one. That exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, I, I mean, wanted it, but like you know, it's not the not the biggest deal in the world. No, I, I would love to see the city when y'all win. I just, I mean, I don't. You'll, you'll be there. Yeah, I don't think it'll be. I just, I really don't think it'll be this year. But I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it'll be this year either. But it's not impossible. And then, of course, next year I think it's going to be the best shot we're ever going to have. Sure. I think the, I think the Braves and the Mets. It's going to be one of those two teams. I know it's crazy picking against. They'll have to go through us. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's crazy picking against the Dodgers. They always find a way to choke. They've had so many good teams. The no Bueller thing has completely I, gone under the radar. I really believe this, and people might people might disagree, and people might agree with me that Dave Roberts is a very overrated manager. He's I like the he, Doc Rivers. Of he, he has he has had some amazing teams, and he's underachieved. What he's he's. He's been better than Doc. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a smaller. He's team. underachieved. Yeah. They've both underachieved. They're both of them. Yeah. I mean, they've had a, they've had amazing under-achieved. rosters. <laughs> Doc Rivers. But he's been to lives. more world. He just feels like he gets further along. Like there's less. Doc went to still, two. Still disappointment. Doc went to two with the seeds. How many World Series have the Dodgers been in the last ten years? Dodgers went. They lost to the Strohs. They lost to the Sox. They lost to the Sox. They beat they they won the World beat Series. The you're saying beat the Rays been to three, been and then they've but they've also been to a bunch of NLCSs. Right. I mean, there's been a bunch where Kershaw's just collapsed. Not a bunch where he's specifically collapsed, where the teams collapsed. I mean, they, but that like, the Braves team was really really good last year, right? Like, I don't think I think a lot of times Doc was leaving those. The Clippers teams, especially, and they were losing, and sometimes not even getting to the Western. Yeah, Conference they were finals, losing to like the Rockets, where it was like they were better than that team. They had and it was choked too. We were up three one in that game. Right, right. Yeah. I, I just Clippers fan less, here. I think he is less of a defense to like that critique than than Dave Roberts does. Although I will say he certainly think, like he can he can overmanage a game. That well, is for do, sure. Who, yeah, who has more of a fingerprint on a game, an NBA coach or or a manager in baseball? Uh. I think probably an NBA coach. If I really had to, I think it's tough. Dude. It's it's tough. Okay, it's every t- coach is so different. It's tough because like you could totally, you could totally play a whole baseball game without any managerial decisions. You could just have your starting pitcher out there who throws shutout, and you have your same lineup, and that's it. I mean, unless the manager's calling pitches like they used to, I don't think they do that much anymore. No. 
or like you know make saying the signs over to the third base coach but from what i hear a lot of a lot of mlb gms are the ones that make the lineups right they send the lineup down or they they send like three options for lineup cards to the to the manager and the manager gets to decide between the three which one he likes best so He's like still primarily making the calls throughout the game so even a no decision is a decision and that's a no decision to leave a guy in right exactly i know it's tough but i feel like I feel like in the NBA, like there's way more rotation going in and out. You yeah. know, like I mean, I'll it's, never forget. You, you plays, both, you run both plays. have a, a serious impact on the game. I mean, calling timeouts, like during ebbs and flows of games, managing your timeouts, managing your minutes. Like, of course, you have assistant coaches to help with all of that. Um, empowering your team, like I mean, that's probably the least amount of. I, work I, I, I obviously, could do. NFL head coach is like the most hands on. Not even close. Okay. I think I could think of. I could fingerprint. You know, or put my finger on two points where NBA, I, I vividly remember game one or game two, Pacers Heat, where they took Roy Hibbert out of the paint. Remember that? Frank Vogel. Yeah, Frank has Vogel. A, has a ring. Mickey Mouse ring. According. Yeah, there you Mickey go. Mouse. Mickey Mouse rings. Miska Muska. Both LA teams, Mickey Mouse rings. Um, then I would also pinpoint game six when Tim Duncan was not in the game and Chris Bosch was able to get the rebound. Which, if Tim Duncan's in that game, I'm not saying he gets the rebound. It just is, you know, I would imagine, a lot harder. Just side note, sure. what I just realized, okay, between the Lakers, the Dodgers, and the Rams, that all won championships within the last two years. Yeah. I feel like there wasn't a ton of excitement in the city. Obviously, I know COVID, so you could not really do as much. But I felt like the city of L.A. was just going to be way more lively and vibrant in celebration I, of, I of think the championships. I think, if the city. Do- I think the Dodgers, if they had won outside of COVID— that one Lakers too. That one would what it would have been. Yeah, both of them. Honestly, no one cares about the Rams. Right. Or they do, but they're like starting, not, to, care they're starting more. to care more now that they've won. Look, the thing about LA, it's a prove it to me city. Anything, any aspect. What have you done for me lately? Hundred percent. The it's the might as well be like the the namesake of the city is what. Yeah, have you done that's for me why lately? it's so ridiculous that the Chargers are here. They're never going to be able to succeed here. That's ridiculous, Morgan. I mean, they could they could win all the championships <laughs> in the world, and I really don't think the Chargers will ever have an established fan base here. Yeah, I mean, I think we should just get to the playoffs at this point. We could talk about that next segment, but that team is you said you you said it cursed, oh, cursed. Yeah, it. I, I can't. Let's talk about it. I'd love to. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would love to talk about it. Uh, all right, Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tossing the Octosopolis. You know him because he mixes things like a DJ, and he is a DJ. DJ Nikki Snacks, cry to the cherry stripe, pitch free throws, cause they're free. We'll see you in just a hot second. We're back, baby. It's the charity shop. It's free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tossin, the Rockdisopolis, DJ, Nikki Snacks, Kreider. Nick, we said that we would get to the Chargers, <laughs> and we will. I yeah. know you for it, but we, we played a fun game last week, and we didn't do well from a betting standpoint, but I felt like a lot of the times... No games, one's been doing well. No one's been doing well. I'm not really concerned about it. The Minnesota-Detroit game, like there are missed field goals. We should have hit the over in that one. There was missed field goals in the Chiefs and the Bills game. I, there was just a lot of things that didn't go. The, the Bengals game went our way. The Bucks. Maybe we were a little too optimistic about the defense and no wide receivers. I mean, they they almost won. They could have won. Could have won. Tom Brady is not is not himself. And like last season, he set a his no Jones, no Godwin, no Evans. I get it, but last season you set a record for passing yards in your career. Yeah, and like he's right now outside the top twenty five in quarterback play. He lost two of his starting linemen. Thank you. One retired and one was out before the season even started. So you lose two in your linemen. You haven't had Godwin. 
Julio in and out of the lineup. Evans suspended. You bring Cole Beasley off from Walmart. Like, you know. Where's Gronk? Where's, I, I really don't think. I don't think he's coming back this time. I don't think. Where was. I mean, what about Edelman? Yeah. But that was plausible, too. All right. Let's go through the slate, though. Let's talk slate. Let's do a little slate action. We did it last time. We went through the slate. I threw it at you guys. Somebody say slate again. Slate, slate, slate. Hi. My name is Nick Kreider. I'm 601 based in Los Angeles, California. Okay, great. That's awesome. called a slate. That is called a slate. Okay. We'll start with my team, even though it's an afternoon game, but it's at the top of my thing on Bleach Report app. Patriots in Green Bay. The line is nine. Six and a half? Nine. Whoa. In favor of Green Bay. The over-under is 40 and a half. Anything you guys like there or pass on this game? Pass. Okay, next passing, Alex. I'm take. I'm going to take the Packers. Spread. So Spread. so just so you know how the game works, you pick. we only pick five. Sorry, I didn't really So, so it's like win. you're yeah. pa- passing on that one or you're taking it. So be, be selective. Okay, I'll pass. Okay. I'll pass on that, but obviously if Mac Jones doesn't play in that game. Which I, he's not going to, I don't think. He's. D for doubtful. I'm I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm, my interest is peaked. Okay, well, let's go right, to London. Sharks. I'm curious to see what you guys feel about this one because I have very very strong feelings about it. Let's go to London. Vikings Saints. Two and a half favor of the Vikings. Over under is forty three. Pass or anything in this game. Uh, I'm gonna take the Saints. Ooh. Uh, I think they're a London team. Okay. Them and the Jags. Okay. And uh, it's like another home game for them. And then, of course, um, I think it's going to be low scoring. Okay. But 43 is very low. Jamison and, and Mikey T, a little wavering on playing. That doesn't scare you. No. Okay. I think they'll play. Okay. So you're going Saints. You're going to take this game. It's one of your five. Yeah, I'm taking Do it. Do we consider, be, because of when this game is being played, because it's in England that this is technically a primetime game? No. Because <laughs> that, if that was the case, if we were considering it a primetime game, this is, this I, would is, take, I would ride with Nick and pick the Saints. This is the I'm going to pass on Antithesis of primetime. It's at 6.30 a.m. on the Pacific time. So maybe. Okay. So are you going Saints? But it has its own slot. Are you going Saints spread? Or are you going Saints spread? Spread. So you're not taking them straight up. Well, it's two and a half? Yeah. Saints spread. Okay. That's fair. I'm going to pass on this one. Okay. Bears at Viking. Bears at, sorry, Bears at Giants. Giants are the favorite, minus three. The over under pass. is 39 and a half. Pass. I'm going to take the under in this game. I, yeah. Pass. Just, you know what? Speaking of pass, Justin Fields going into this game has 23 completed passes. Tide's got to change. Tide's got to change? Dude couldn't hit the red side of a barn. Like, what, dude? Okay. Well, Montgomery also might not be playing, which for anyone who's a Cleo Herbert owner. He you, played great. You should get, you should get excited about that. We yeah. are, we are Cleo Herbert owners. Okay, so you're going under in that game. Bills at the Ravens. Bills are favored in Baltimore, minus three. Spread, uh, the over-under is 51. Um, I like the over. Okay. Nick's going over. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this game. It's a tricky game. It's a tricky very tricky game. game. I don't I don't hate the overpick there. Not many home dogs. This is one of them. Browns at Falcons. It's pretty much a pick 'em, but it's Browns minus one. Pass. Over under Sparries. Over under sorry is forty seven and a half. Rise up, baby. You're gonna take this one. I wanna take I'm gonna take the Falcons money line in this game. Okay. Garrett. Unfortunate accident, obviously. He's not going to play in this game. 
they need him on that defense. The rest of the defense is obviously solid, but I, I think I don't think the Falcons are that bad. I think what they've shown me offensively the last weeks is enough that I think that Jacoby Brissett is going to he's going to have pressure on him to perform this game. Sure, and he hasn't had that yet. It's it's been hand the ball off to Nick Chubb, and the Falcons defense does enough. Cordy P. Another 100 yards on the ground. Cody Poo. 40 London pits. Like pits that I had a good game. They get like, great weapons there. And whoever the quarterback is next year, pretty exciting stuff. Okay, Nick, your Chargers, another home dog. The Texans, you guys, minus five favor over under is 44. Staying away. Anything? You have a couple minutes or a couple seconds. Sorry. Um, 30, I'm going to say pass on this game yeah. just because of the amount of injuries that we're getting. Is this when you want me to talk about the Chargers? Yeah, no? a minute. Go for it. Yeah. We're cursed. Okay. Just, I mean, I don't know what more to say there. Just yeah. injury after injury, right? You lose Rashawn Slater for the year. Joey Bosa missing significant time. Herbert going out with the rib injuries for a little bit. And obviously he's playing through the injury. Keenan Allen being out. Like, just the entire team is getting depleted. J.C. Jackson started the season hurt. Corey Lindsley hurt. I mean, those are all pros. Eight guys in ESPN top 100 preseason ranked. Five of them hurt. Wow. That's a great stat right there. Not a good stat to have, but like things are playing. It's it's an ownership curse. Okay. Right? When when you're a crappy owner, when you're a crappy human being, the gods don't shine their light upon you and they don't wish success to the organization of the Chargers. Now so. he's got a billion dollars. So the so in debt. I was gonna he's ask you, like, what do you think the how do you get Who rid of the curse? It? Like in Pirates of the Caribbean, you, they you, get sell, all of- you sell the team, right? You make money, you get yourself out of debt, the family debt, the Spanos family, and then you you, you get a, a great owner in there, and then you move them back to San Diego, and then curse over. Pirates of the Caribbean reference it. How do they do it in Pirates of the Caribbean? Before we get back to <laughs> they football? they they use the blood of uh, the of um, they collect all of Hernan Cortez's gold, and, and then, then, they, then they cut his oh, put the blood the, over of it. The yeah, traitor, yeah. the blood of the traitor. It's always the blood. Right. It's bootstrap Bill. Yeah. Bootstrap Bill. Yeah. Which is Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom, yeah. 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 Who's our Bill's son? Yeah, William Turner. William Turner. William Turner. What a great, very underrated series. Um, at least the first three were unbelievable. Okay, just to quickly recap before we get to the rest of the games. Everyone is uh, uh, passing, you know, which way on the, the Packers-Patriots. That's fair. So, Toss, you have the under in the Bears-Giants, 39 and a half, and then you have Rise Up Falcons money line. Nick, you have the over, 51 in Ravens-Bills, and then you have Saints spread, two and a half, plus two and a half. Chargers, you're passing on. The spread's five in favor of the Chargers. It's in Houston. Over-under is 44. Toss, you are? I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to take the Chargers. Okay. I'm going to take them. Spread. I think I think I'm going to take them spread. I okay. think this is a get right game for their offense. I think Eckler finally has his his like Coming come to party. Jesus moment and yeah, he he has two touchdowns in this game. One Whoa. on the one on the ground and one in the air. You got a touchdown. I'd like that. And I think Herbert Herbe is uh it deals. What's I think he the deals props on that maybe. We, I will. I will look at. That I bet he's. I bet he's minus. He's like minus probably one one ten to score a touchdown or something like that. Yeah. But two, he's got to be like. I don't know. My Double guess dip. is. Yeah. What do you probably think? Nick? Plus two twenty five. Yeah. Something I mean, like I, I would take like a plus three hundred, plus two twenty five, or over something. under one and a half touchdowns. Yeah. yeah Ooh, that's spicy. Okay, so toss. That's now you have three. Just a heads up, but you're going Chargers minus five, Commanders at Dallas minus three and a half in favor of the boys. Over under forty one. There's something I kind of like in this game. I'm curious to see what you guys think of it. Um, I'm a pass. I think it's a pass game, but you know what I like in this game. I'm you should take the boys if you're going. You like you're going to make a bet. That's who I would take. I like the under. Yeah. You like well, the under? Pass. I think they suffocate Carson once, but pass is fair. Ooh, I don't right. Think the Cowboys the, offense doesn't dark. Pass. It's a dark one, yeah. Okay, 
two of the most surprising teams in football meet this week. Jags. Doug, thank you, Nick. God, we're on. We are on. The one Doug today. Peterson Bowl. Jesus, I don't even. Do I even need to talk? Jags at Eagles. In a good way, I meant that. Minus six and a half in favor of the fl- the five the fly the 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 fly Eagles fly. Six and a half over under forty six. Um, I like the over. Okay. Or you want to, do you want to take that? I don't know if I want to take that. I think I'd rather take Jags plus six and a half. I can't. I, this game's a pass for me. Okay. It's they're giving one. him, they're giving him too many, which if I were to bet, I would ride with Nick and I, I cause they're giving the Eagles too many points here for, for what the, the Jags have done offensively. Like, but I still need to see more from them to have like full confidence in them. <clears throat> okay. So now Nick, that's your third mm-hmm. bet. And then Alex, you're still at two. No, you're no, at I have three. three. You have three. Okay. Still go. There's a lot of AM games um, for us. Jets, Steelers, Steelers minus three over under 41 and a half. Pass. Zach Wilson return. Jets, Steelers. What's the spread? Three. Three in favor of Pittsburgh. I will take Jets plus three. Zach Wilson's first game back. I will take Jets plus three. Okay. Seahawks at the Lions. Top five offense in the league, minus four in favor of Detroit. Over under is forty eight. Take the Lions, minus four. I like that. I like that. Pick. I like that bet. I like that bet a lot. Shout out Jeff Fakuda. We stuck with you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pass on that one. Okay, I'm taking it. You guys have one left each. Just a heads up. Yeah. How many games we have left? You have. You have five to choose from. Oof. But I think you went through the ones like some of these other ones are like. Wait till you hear some of these lines. Titans at Colts. Colts minus three and a half over under 43. Pass. I'm, I'm not even going to watch this game. Okay. They love that analysis and honesty out of you. Cardinals at Panthers. Now we're in the I mean, make slip. me care about that game. Seriously. I like that. John, if you have Jonathan Taylor, I guess. I or Derrick, Derrick Henry. I have Derrick Henry. So only fantasy implications. Only, it's yeah. the only reason. But why I feel like a lot of people only watch football because of fantasy implications these days, right? It's like if your starting running back is on, you know, yeah. it's the Vikings versus, you know, the Jets. You want to watch Justin Jefferson or Dalvin Cook. I get horny for a good game. I'm not going to lie still. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, all you, about I think you could say pimp on the air, but I'm still kind of on the fence about horny. It's like the, it's like the you know what on an airplane type thing. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Shout out to my guy. Aaron Tobin Hess, I'm I'm all about love a good shout for out. the love of the game. Yeah, that's that's what I watch for. Nice, great reference. Good shout out. Go check out a show on Believe.com. Okay, Cardinals Panthers in Carolina, sweet <laughs> Carolina, minus one and a half. The battle of the OU boys over under forty three. Battle of the Heisman's battle. I don't of the want first to take round, this at all. Battle of the first overall pick. Talk about a game I'm not watching again. Okay, can I can I throw a sneaky little just like a th- not I mean from a betting standpoint I'm, you're going to pass on this one I would. Knowing you, I let me listen to your persuade me. I think I am uninspired by this Cardinals offense, and I think people look at that Raiders game at that miraculous comeback. That being said, I think their defense has some promise, and I think of all the defenses in the NFL, the one that I'm really keying in on to watch is the Panthers. It's like the under. I think the under. Is appetizing. I'm more so watching this game to see at home they're favored. What this Panthers defense can do because if they win this game, they're two and two, and that's a playoff team in the NFC through week. Yeah. Four. So you're taking you would take the Panthers. 
I would not touch this game, but I'm watching <laughs> in for future bets. Oscar Laviska. I don't want to watch this. Okay, Oscar Laviska. Yeah, watch I'm. I'm intrigued by this game as well. I'm intrigued by this game. It's but a I'm, really telling game for both teams. But I'm going to and two head coaches who are on the hot seat. Going to join my boy Nick and swim away. Okay, cool. Just keep swimming. Okay, this is talk about a get right game. Broncos Raiders. Raiders minus two and a half. <laughs> Who's the get right game for? In the Raiders. Everybody. Every, I mean, the Broncos are still two and one, dude. Yeah, but they're, they've there's so been, many two and one been that are like ugly. Wait, 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 ugly wait. This is in Vegas, and the Raiders are favored by two, two and a half. Two and a half points. I like that. You I, like? You're I gonna think, take that? Yeah, I think I'm gonna take that That's one. Five. Yeah, okay, I'm here's, done. Here's my fifth pick. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. ML. Money on. Okay. Bucks Chiefs. At home in Tampa. I mean, Russell Wilson can't be much worse, can he? No. Bucks, <laughs> Buck Chiefs in Tampa, minus one Tampa, over under 45. Chiefs minus one in Tampa? I mean, I'm out of bets. So You're out of bets. I say I kind of like the under in that, too. Yeah. You can. I really love the under. Mike Evans come back. You think it's going to be a shootout? Maybe. They put I don't, up 17 against the Colts. I don't know if the Bucks Get right game. <laughs> the Bucks D's been great. Yeah. Are either of these teams like shootout teams? Like Anymore? I know that's that's kind of weird to say about the Chiefs, but I don't think that's how they they're supposed to beat people now. It's not like put up forty two points. Even though they did that? They they did, but then last week they got incredibly stimmied. So I would if anything, like you can't stop Andy Reid twice. So I, I would say, but that Bucks defense is so good. This is an interesting game. It's a really interesting game. It would have been a pass even if I didn't have even if I had my best. And then so. Monday Night Football, the Rams go to the Niners, who I was wildly unimpressed with last week. Both San Francisco. The, I feel like both these teams have been pretty unimpressive thus far. Yeah. I kind of feel like that division is more up for grabs than people think. I think that division is not the worst in football, but the most overrated. That is the most overrated division in football. Who's the worst in football? Still the South. South. Dude, the South is Pitiful. Borderline. The South shall not rise. Pathetic. Which South, though? I, I'm not, like, incredibly impressed with the NFC South either. No, but I'm more I'm more impressed than I thought I would be. Because the Falcons are better are than I thought. Sure. The Saints are worse than I thought, obviously. Right. The Panthers are better. Could be better. This is, a, this is a telling game. This Panthers-Cardinals game will decide for me, which is the worst division. So what happens if the 49ers beat the Rams? Then how do you feel? Then I'm confused. Yeah, then I'm really confused. What if the you know another t- the NFC East is better than I thought. The Giants are like not bad. The NFC, they it's the best they, division two, of football. Yeah, there's two two three, two two one teams winning percentage wise. Yeah. Three no team, and then there's one a, and two team. Yeah, and honestly, hot take. Like the Eagles might be the best team in the league. Mm. I don't know about the league, but the N- NFC. NFC. I don't. Think, I don't think that's a hot take. I think in the league is. It's somewhat of a hot take. I think the Bills had difficulty playing in Miami. It was so hot. And we'll recap everyone's bets in just a hot So second. hot. But I, they have a run game problem. The Bills. They have a run game problem. Singletary's actually been pretty decent in thus far. Pass, he was good last game. He was pitiful in the run. They have a run game issue. But we were talking about it. Like, It's all about the team's identity and what they do well and maximizing that. I mean, we talked about that on our our show earlier this week on the Charity Stripe. We talked about it on our Best of Believe on Stadium show. Like, do you you have to have 
a, a like a number one, a three down back rusher, or even just a guy that can get you four yards every time you hand the ball off to him? Do you have to have that? No, but I think it's important. I think more often than not, teams win that way. So you would look, you would look at the offense in Philadelphia and the offense in Buffalo, and you would say, look, the offense in Philadelphia is more well rounded. More well rounded. Their RBs are better. Their wide receiver duo. Not too far off, if not just as good. I think we maybe got a little too overzealous in Gabe Davis. We'll see, but I think I would rather have Devonta been, Smith than him. He's been he's been hurt. I mean, I, I would think definitely rather have Devonta Smith than him. They have a better tight end than Gabe Davis. But yeah. would you rather They're have tight end? Would you rather have the trio of McKenzie? Right, because then you add McKenzie in there too, who's played quite well this season. Sure, I, it? it's AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. Who else? They have? Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins. Yeah. I mean, if you throw, if you get Goddard in the mix, like then I think I would probably take that right. entire. Well, I take him over Dawson Knox for sure. Any day for of the sure. week and for twice sure. on Sundays. When yeah. is the most important day for football? Twice, twice on Sundays. Okay. Um, the running back room is better. Jalen Hurts is a better runner. Obviously, not a better passer. The line is amazing in Philadelphia, and the defense is really good. Like I don't think it's a crazy take. I think they'll. I think they also like when push comes to shove, like they wallop the Commanders. Yeah, they'll at least beat the Gi- the Giants and the and the Cowboys once more. A pop, they wall up the Vikings. Yeah, they beat the brakes off the Vikings. They crushed them. I actually like I like this James Cook guy though for Buffalo. I think in six weeks he could he could be getting a lot more looks. Yeah, yeah. I mean his. Brother. I like the Zach Moss guy too. He's a believe host. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Zach. Moss. I, their running back stable is not as bad as as you'd think. I don't think it's bad. I, I actually think, think it, I actually I, think it might be as good, if not better, than the the Eagles. Sanders is a better running He's back. He's the best out it's, of all those it's guys. It's Sanders, Gainwell, uh, Boston, Boston Scott. Scott. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, sure. If you want to like... if you, He might be the best runner of everybody. He, he is. In the league? No, no, Lamar. No, 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 no. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar might be the best overall runner in the league from his ability, from but where he gets set up. I, you know what? That's actually a good question, though, because like, I, I think I trust Hurts for like a seven-yard run more than I do Lamar. Now, yeah, okay. do, is Lamar going to break off a... 40 yard run yeah heck yeah he is yeah and then well, I, just, I think i think hurts is bigger and i right. think he's like not as scared of i'm not saying lamar's scared of contact but his body is not made for contact as much as hurts is like hurts he's also can, hurts he can just take a hit he's just moving faster too and if right. you're moving faster you get hit faster right you get hit fumble the ball more right. i think hurts is more of just like a running back yeah, yeah he's a moose all right before we sign off really quickly here's where to recap where you guys stand we'll see who does better this week you have Saints in London plus two and a half, Nick. You also have the over uh, 51 in that Ravens Bills game. Toss, you have the under 39 and a half in Giants Bears. You have Falcons money line, Chargers spread five against the Texans. Nick, you have plus six and a half. Uh, Jags going to Philadelphia. Toss, you have plus three. Jets going to Steelers. Toss, you also have minus, Nick, you have minus four. Seahawks in Detroit. Um, and then you have Broncos country. Let's ride. Nice. Did you write that down and just it's off the and Nick off the has, dome? Nick has on, the bro, Nick the has dome. the Raiders minus two and a half. Yeah, you missed that, bro. You do have the Raiders minus two and a half. I do, I do. That's um, the only game where we were truly betting against each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. We're we're against each other there. Brought to you by betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tossman, the Rockstar Plus, DJ Nikki Snacks, Carter fans out there, drag both feet to bounce, swing a full count, rip that puck at that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free and free throws. Why guys? Because they are free. That they are. We out we love you.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.